Hi, welcome to Bear With Me, the Quirky Career Zone. The place where you'll get our take on the world from a queer bear point of view. You can contact us by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and Instagram at podcastbearwithme. We're your hosts. You're Mark. And you're Stephen. <laughs> Yay! And welcome to another Bear With Me. Um, as we said in the last podcast, this one is going to cover mostly RuPaul's Drag yes. Race because we did do it. So Bruno, if you're out there, we have given you fair warning that that's probably a big chunk of what this one's going to be about because we haven't we have had five a episodes. It. So it is, it is going to be rather a strange one. Um, but obviously, um, first of all, movies. Should we do movies? Yes, this we've so all... we have managed to see some in the space of a week. Yeah. <laughs> so we managed to go and see two. We saw Show Dogs. Which shouldn't have been funny. But was hilarious. <laughs> it was really, it was really good. Lots of reviewers panning it. Yeah, and, and I get it. Yeah, and, and you can understand. If, you, if you're if you going to see a great movie, it's not that. If you go to see something which is light, yeah, fluff. I mean, it was essentially a heist movie. Oh, it was. But some of the greatest moments is, are you Lego Batman? Yeah, <laughs> that was so good. There were so many in-jokes about the actors and actresses in it. And... RuPaul was in it. RuPaul was in it. Playing a skank. Yeah. <laughs> Not that um, she was typecast. I really liked it that it was RuPaul was named as RuPaul and wasn't RuPaul Charles. So he was obviously playing as the drag queen. Yes. Which I really liked. It's a bit like when is it Barry Humphreys plays Dame Edna Everidge. And he's, he's and cast he as Dame Edna. Dame Edna rather yeah, like than the whole Humphreys. way through Alan McBeal. Yes. He was cast as Dame Edna. That kind of thing. I really enjoyed that. But yeah, it was really funny. There was a lot of really laugh out loud moments. There was, there was some really great moments. It was a typical plot line though, wasn't it? Yeah. Tear Joker moment. Tear Joker moment. Yeah. Where's it going to go wrong? Um, really odd animated panda. <gasps> but it was so cute. <laughs> it was like the cutest thing. The, 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 um, the chihuahua from Beverly Hills Chihuahua yeah. gets a, an entrance in it as well. Um, the bit <laughs> I really liked was when Obviously, so the whole premise of the story is there's a Rottweiler cop, canine division, and he needs to go into a dog show, blah, blah, blah. And there was this, the, the funniest bit was when he's getting ready to like prepare for like the final and he has to get his balls felt, essentially. <laughs> and every time it happened, he turned around and like snarling. It was like the funniest thing. That was like, the, I think everyone was laughing at that point. It was like, it's just so funny. Really strange, we went to see it and there wasn't many kids in the audience. There wasn't. At all for that. But it was a weird time they went to see it, was it not? Five o'clock. Was it five o'clock? It was five o'clock. Oh, yeah. It wasn't too late. Because it, was, um, it must have been because you were working early the Saturday, so we'd have gone to see it quite early. Yeah, Friday. yeah. Uh, and then Sunday. And then on Sunday, we saw... You were late. I wasn't late. <laughs> I was 20 minutes early for the start of the film. You were early and didn't tell me that you were going. So therefore, I wasn't late. You were half an hour early. Sat alone at the movies Lies. all by myself like that crazy person. Um, well. <laughs> so we went to see the book club, which is yes. Helen Mirren. Nope. Nope. Try again. Oh God, no, it's not. It's the other one. It's from, um, the First Wives Club. Yep. Diane Keaton. <laughs> Diane Keaton. And? Um, the one from Frankie and Thingy, who's done all the fitness videos in the Jane 70s. Fonda. Thank you. And? Um, I don't actually recognise the other two at all. Candice Bergen, who was in Miss Congeniality. Right. She's done a whole load of things. Mm. She's she's done Miss Congeniality, Bridewash. She was the wedding planner in Bridewash. I can't even take Stephen's phone off him because he's sitting nope. with IMDb up at the moment. Yep. Absolutely. Um, who's the last one? And Mary Steenbergen, I want to say her name is. Is that the judge? 
No, that was the one with the dark hair, with the one that gave the Viagra. <gasps> she was so funny. Candace Bergen was the judge. Was the judge. She was so funny, the wife. She was really was funny. Actually, funnier than I thought it was going to be. There was but, some great laugh out loud moments. Well, when I first wanted to go and see it, you were like, hmm. You were a bit iffy about going to see it. Quite Whereas, possibly. I was like, oh my god, the cast is amazing. I will be seeing this. I love the fact they managed to spin a movie out of basically an advert over Fifty Shades of Grey. <gasps> yes. <laughs> um, also, Mary Steenburgen, and I completely forgot about this, she was in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, no, who was she in Philadelphia? She played, um, ages since I've seen it, give me two seconds. I will scroll along the IMDb. Um, Belinda Connie, who was, I want to say that that was his lawyer. Ah. Um, yeah, so she was in that. Really accomplished actress. But yeah, it was really funny. Massive laugh out loud moment. Um, it did start off like First Wife Club um, with the backstory yeah it had like the backstory the college friends all grown up all becoming professionals all that Um, but it was I don't know it's it's that inappropriateness of people of a certain age just trying to get it on yeah Um, and as as I say she feeds the husband Viagra at one point which is just so funny <laughs> but it's when he he, walk, he turns and catches himself on the, <laughs> uh, on the wall and you're like oh um, but she's the double entendre in it is funny as well where she's trying desperately hard to get his attention yeah what I really liked is it seemed as if I don't know if it's based on a book or if it's just a screenplay mm. I don't I don't know but it does feel like whoever wrote the screenplay really wrote for the actresses rather than the character yes because each of the actresses kind of played what they're typecast to. Yes. So Diane uh, Keaton was kind of playing the feisty mum, the overbearing protective role, which she kind of always plays recently. Um, Jane Fonda played the complete, you know, slutty starlet <laughs> character in charge. Um, I really liked that. It, and it did. It looked like they had so much fun. I liked the lady playing the judge's story arc. <gasps> yes. With the pussy. but like watching Mrs Slocum there was just some really really funny moments and the the sort of guest cast the guys were amazing the guys not even that but like so you had Andy Garcia really good Um, Craig T Nelson who was playing Mary Steenburgen's husband with Viagra oh he was was hilarious Alicia Silverstone that was such a shocker when I saw her I was like Oh, but but you should be in Clueless. Yours, you should not be 40. <laughs> um, and Wallace Shawn, which is my, again, another Clueless alum. He was the teacher. He was the little short one. That was the doctor. The vet. Was he the vet? There was the vet. I'm trying to remember when they see the doctor. No, no, no. The, the oh, date. Sorry, the date. Yeah. Yes. The who, second date. Yeah. Who was obviously in Clueless with Alicia Silverstone and... He was. He played Cyrus Bean in Gossip Girl. Yes, he was in everything. He, he, yes, <laughs> everything. Um, genius little plot twist, and again, it's that kind of talking about you know having a group of friends who very much have that kiki session of, mm-hmm. well, when did you last have sex? When what's going on? You're being upfront and honest about those conversations. Kind of just sounds like us. Yeah, pretty much. Um, although it did remind me of you when she was there, like going, I've had nothing for eighteen years, and they were having the conversation going, okay. Okay, the problem when you broke up with your ex was that you were over it, and now it's the reason that you're not with anyone. Get over it. Um, and then, obviously, she ends up in the car with the first date. That was and it's just hilarious. 
<laughs> he gets up the, the car and had came off. off. <laughs> they take her shopping for Spanx, and it is actually one of the best scenes where you see very little yeah. happening, but the mental the, the payoff is, is so good. <laughs> It's almost kind of it's almost on par with Bridget Jones how they done that scene in Bridget Jones if you've read the books rather than the movie. Yeah, no, I haven't. Sorry. Oh. Speaking yeah. speaking of books, uh-huh. Stephen, I believe you finally started um, Simon and the Homo Sapien Agenda, which you're yes. going to read and review like I done with <laughs> um, Ready Player One. Yes, so I'm still at page one hundred. <laughs> so so you, right, so Stephen, you bought the book how long ago? Um, just before Bear Bash, so five. Six, Six weeks ago. Okay, and you've managed to read 100 pages of a young adult novel, yes. which is how so, many pages long? I think it's like 300, 300, 400. Mm-hmm. No, like, I'm sure it is. Um, so I read 45 pages going down to Manchester <laughs> and 55 coming back. So I feel like it's an improvement. And, and this leads us on to what we didn't talk about in the last time, which we can talk about this, is Manchester Bay. Yes. You went. Come on, I what was did. your review? How was um, it? I really enjoyed it. Like, I knew I was going to enjoy it. Um, it's always fun. It's always really good catching up with all the guys from Manchester that I get to see a couple of times. I didn't do much of Bear Bash this year. Uh-huh. Like, I... I <laughs> Usually, you know, I get there, I have a shower, I get changed, and then I'm on Canal Street, and that's pretty much me for the whole weekend. But I didn't. I done other stuff, which was really good. So, uh huh, uh huh. No, 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 no. no, no. My sharp intake of breath <laughs> is obviously where I'm going to lead the conversation. So yes. Yeah, so by other stuff, um, a lot of it was you know, me being extremely naked. And which, which, with other people. In all fairness, this time around, I did not get a video message. You didn't from you. Or telling me someone was pooing. No, you didn't. Which was good, and you... That's because he didn't come. Although, I, d- I do feel that you did shame our podcast. <laughs> I do feel that the podcast was shamed, and we do owe, owe an apology to one of our listeners. Why do we owe an apology to that <laughs> listener? <laughs> that, I believe an innocent listener came to your hotel room to, to, to say hello, um, and, and may have been ensnared. <sighs> That is a lie. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I, I got panic text messages from That's a lie. both of you. Which no. one would like me to post? I will do. They'll be on Tumblr. Fair enough. <laughs> no, there was no entrapment, no ensnarement. ensnarement. I had offered because the plan was that we were going to go to Berry Okay. Did you make it to Berry Okay? No. They said the plan was to go to Berry Okay. <laughs> and I had said, if you want to come round and chill before it, I love you the fact you finished with you and went somewhere else. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm disappointed in you. Usually you at least give them a good workout that they can't do that. <sighs> You're obviously failing in your old age. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. I, yeah, I had, I had a fun weekend. one of our fans. So if anyone is listening, Stephen, what's the email address if they'd like to contact you? <laughs> Why would they want to do that? <laughs> well, you know, just to arrange another meet and greet. <laughs> with a special finish. <laughs> Stop it. And anyway, back to, to the email bash. address. No, no, no. <laughs> Which is podcast. Podcastbearwithme at gmail.com. But well it's done. not it's not a hookup site. <laughs> I don't have access to this, so just email Stephen at this. <laughs> anyway, so normally what happens is I go straight onto Canal Street. Um, we didn't, um, me, the gingers, and a couple of people from Manchester, we went shopping on the Friday. I then hooked up with a couple of people. Then I went out to 
I mean, what, pe- what you can't hear is when Stephen does that, I hooked up with a couple of people, is the way his eyes wander yes. 360 degrees around the room, like yes. denial it happened. <laughs> um, but back to something you said, there, speaking yes. of the gingers. Yes. Guys, if you're listening, pull your fingers out. You know, you keep promising you're going to come on. And I then, know. And then it's like, oh, but no, you know, life. Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Make me feel special. Um, so, yeah, the Friday night was really, really good. It was a uh, big scrum. Mm-hmm. Which is always so much fun. What did you go in? Um, what did I wear? I wore my super dry shorts, which I love. They make my ass look really good. That one which also give you like the pawn star bulge at the front. No, that's a Hollister ones. They're cotton. That wasn't really appropriate. And I think, I think I actually wore the rugby top that I'm wearing now, which is the. Two thousand and sixteen Edinburgh mm, rugby one. That's not a good top to wear to the big scrum. Why? Because it's black. Yeah, I know. And I there's like a dark room. I didn't go to the dark room this time. This time. Yeah. I was. Oh, I was all over the dark room last year and the year before. <laughs> this yeah. time it was just all over. <laughs> um. No. Um. A couple of bitches were trying to throw shade at me. Didn't happen. Wasn't going to be happening. What? Don't point look at me when you're saying that. Um, it's leaving you to to go where you're going. Um. I'm not going to name names, but one of them is a regular in Edinburgh that's, you know, maybe broke his leg in the past. I'm looking totally blank. You know who this is. I probably do, but I don't. And his um, little minions. And then the other one was the lovely, delightful, perfect house guest of an American. Uh, Yes. Yes. So, less said on that one, the yeah. better. Um, so, yeah, that was the Friday. Um, went home. And then Saturday night was, their, um, was their big theme night. Yeah, so the Saturday was Mafia. Really warm. Went in for about 10 minutes. And then went outside and me and you and whoever was kind of passing by sat talking outside the club for about four hours. So basically, it was actually so. It was so much fun. Basically, you turned into a drag queen. What you done is you went outside, you sat outside, and you basically held court. No, no, you and held court. Were you you like, had a little throne. Were you like minion number one? <laughs> Probably not. I was kind of like just chilling. <laughs> it was, but to be fair, I think I, that was so much fun, and I, it was actually good to chat to people and not shout over the music and be half drunk and all that. It was, it was genuinely so much fun. Did you get any fanboys from your? Um, Instagram page this I, time round because last didn't. year you... just the the aforementioned hookup <laughs> our poor innocent listeners he is so not innocent our poor innocent listeners no absolutely not <laughs> absolutely not that is a lie I made it very clear what the situation was and he came round and instigated everything that happened really yes <laughs> And I'm sure that he would agree with that. <laughs> it's amazing because that's not the story I got. <laughs> oh, that is a lie. And that story's coming from both of you. And it's like, I'm just meeting him now. No. <laughs> no, I invite him round. I, we were going to chill out. Um, I made it very clear to him that I was probably going to get ready and I was going to be naked. And it was his lips clamped around my dick. <laughs> not the other way around. I don't know. In my head it's like, hashtag, I'm just going to get ready. <laughs> No, so please yeah. don't put your lips there. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I did manage to snag myself two straight boys, though. That was fun. The bride and... The bride? The groom. 
I'm the best man of a stag do. I'd like to look surprised, but not really. <laughs> that was so much fun. Didn't realise how much fun they were going to have on their own, though. <laughs> I think that they've done this that, before. That bride's in for a bit of a surprise, isn't she? <laughs> or a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> they had totally done that before, though. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Can't wait, for, really can't wait for next year. Um, I don't think they'll post the date yet for next year. Did you do anything year. on the Sunday? Um, the Sunday was supposed to be very okay. Yes, of course. So you went, didn't to, make it the hotel, went to went to Saxville Gardens, um, and that was when the lovely Jaffa Jam blows caught up with me. Um, yes, so, and did he blow? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You need to ask him. He says I can talk about anything, so. You he, can make just, like, just let me message him now. That's what message him. I've been, I was messaging him all morning to see what I could say. Uh, bless him. Um, so yes, so very okay. Manchester is usually held, hosted by. Was it Andrew doing it? So Andrew Clark I don't know usually I there. hosts it. Uh, he was Moody Bear. So if anyone is looking for bear paraphernalia and t-shirts, you know, please give Andrew a shout out. Uh, I think it's moodybear.com or moodybear.co.uk Com. Is it com? But if you go to the Moody Bear on Instagram, I'll send you the I'll link on his bio. Um, and Andrew has lots of great t-shirts. I mean, yes. I've seen myself and they've always worn and washed yeah. really well. So guys... I'm taking my Bear 100% Huggable, I think, to <laughs> Speaking of Bear merchandise leads me to yes. our next conversation. So me and Stephen were out walking, not up a hill this time round, so he wasn't bloodied or dying. We went for a walk <gasps> oh, yeah. along the um, And then randomly the next day, I get this... Vicious message from a passive aggressive twink. Which it wasn't clearly, vicious, it was sweet. Passive aggressive twink, which quite clearly just wanted into Stephen's pants <laughs> via me. And it's one of those moments of going, So why not message Stephen? Um, but it was hilarious. What t shirt did you have on? Um, sorry, boys, I only do bears. Uh, no, it was just I do bears from Eight Shop. Um, so it's, a, it's just plain black and white t-shirt and it literally just says I do bears but, but one of those lovely lines from Twinks you know when they're thin it's like ah, I work in cardio again. I've been expelling and I'm like yeah and. it was funny <laughs> it's just one of those horrible moments that's lovely yes I'm big I'm large surprisingly enough I do avoid cardio but I can probably bench press you several times oh easy <laughs> he is the slightest little thing um, we're still kind of messaging back and forward well, that's good because I haven't messaged him back. All I done was screenshot and send it. <laughs> yeah, to him I know. Going, this is yours. Why is it messaging me? Um, but I do love that at the beginning of the message, he was like, "I'm not interested." <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I just thanks, mate. Cheers. <laughs> Way to make my day. <laughs> but um, he's I'm a, interested in you, but your mate's cute. But I don't want to speak to him on my own because I'm like a teenager. I mean, you know how like I'm like this like thirsty little cocksucker. He's a thirsty little bomb, Which, and he, the, the little twink. Yes, we got we gathered. Didn't like, you? you did tell me. Yeah, like he he likes a big dick, and there's force to prove it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. You, he, two, he, you two took that conversation a lot further than I thought you were going. No, like it literally like it was pretty much. We were talking about it, and it was like it was, your t-shirt like made me laugh. Blah blah blah. Yeah, um, your t-shirt made me laugh. <laughs> and then he was like, he likes hung black men, and then he started sending me videos of random guys inside him I was like okay fair enough you know <laughs> god you're so easy <laughs> I've not met him I'm not planning on it so and then you got back from Manchester so back on subject yes. so we were Manchester Bay Bash Sunday Monday did you come back on Monday I came back on Monday morning so did you do a um, kind of hangover breakfast morning? I didn't I done hangover Starbucks <laughs> 
Do I get a message from you all the way back complaining that you're having to come back on the train? Or was that cruel? No, no, that wasn't me. No. Oh no, there was Chris's train was delayed when Chris yeah. was coming back from Birmingham Pride. Um, no, I had I hooked up with the guy that worked around the corner from the hotel on the, sun, the Monday morning before. That's really unhelpful. The black guy. He was 26. Manchester? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I hooked up with him before I had to get to the hotel. Oh, so this is after you threw out a fan. I didn't throw him out. He left willingly. Then to go to his next shag. Yes, I know. <laughs> to not lined up and organised. <laughs> Jesus, you boys are whores. Um, <laughs> I'm only jealous because I'm just not that organised. Uh, so that was Manchester. Yeah. Um, anything else event-wise that you've done? Um... Or that we've done recently? Not really, because I've, wor- like, I've been working. Oh God, so I've been off this week, haven't I? So, yes. Um, so anyone who's following my Instagram will see the trauma I've been going through. I went home and decided I was going to clean the attic out at home. So unfortunately, most of my possessions stay at my parents' place um, and went up into the attic when I was moving from Glasgow to Manchester. I went down to start doing this and started clearing it out and it turned into a huge nightmare of crap I own which I need to throw out so if anyone has any ideas how best to sort through stuff when you're like do I keep it do I bin it do I do what do I do with it because uh, I made some really harsh decisions this time and threw a load of stuff out which is not like me but as a plus side I did also find that my mother kept all of my crap from being a baby which proves that I'm the favourite child yay me yeah <laughs> that's why it was kept you're the favourite absolutely mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, all I got from you was messages. It's like, do I keep this? <laughs> I don't know what was. It? Oh my god, I found a box of tapes. <laughs> yeah, your music taste hasn't gotten any better with age. Has not got any better. <laughs> if anything, it's got worse. <laughs> I mean, some of it was. So some of it was good. So you had the new Radicals, Beautiful South, Blondie. I did pick a selection of the good ones to say yeah. before. You cannot say it was that all that bad. Then there was I'm a Little Yellow Fish. I love that song. <laughs> which is from which movie? I don't know. Help, I'm a Fish. Is it? <laughs> yes. Right. Um, yeah, there was that and it was like, oh, really? Just, no, 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 no. Bananarama was in there. Yeah, I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> you no. hear the silence of the rolls. No, no, no. Right, so should we go back to what we're actually supposed to be yeah, talking so about? Yeah, so Drag Race. So we have five episodes to go through. So Bruno, at this point, if you are listening, you can kind of phase out now. Phase Steven out. Steven will maybe put a time on the blurb to say how long they were going Probably for. not right now. I'll do it once I've edited it. Yeah, much will help. So, and I'll private message you as well. I'll be like, <laughs> fast forward to this part. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go back to episode five, which so, is the Bossy Rossi yes. show. Yes. So... Just to start with, I hate Ross Matthews. <laughs> I can't stand him. His jokes are rubbish. He is just a parody of what a chubby gay man should be. It's like he's stuck in the seventies. Just, I just can't. I think I he's can't. marking himself to a very middle middle class white America, though. I think that's what his persona is doing. He's very clever in how he's marketing himself. So he's always very polite. He's always very clean cut. He is, and he's never too dirty but no. suggestive enough yeah. uh, um, so I can see why you would go 70s but I think he's just very clever clever marketing himself I, I just can't I can't, I can't. <laughs> so the mini challenge on this yeah. one was um, military 
Yes. Military paraphernalia. They got paraphernalia back, didn't they? And they had yeah, to. They had to make an outfit out of the crap in the military thing. Yeah. Um, so the was, vixen one, which yeah, which which in all fairness, I, I got what she won. The the outfits weren't bad. It's it's what the show classes as quick drag. Yeah. So so they're given kind of a couple of hours. I don't think that. I think it was like twenty minutes. Twenty minutes to, to, to make something out of it and get into it. Right. Um, um, I think Cameron should have won. I thought Cameron was like was really really good. Um, he'd done the most with the time and the fabric that he had and Cameron just looks hot <laughs> like in and out of drag Cameron is just I don't know stunning. I just I don't like Cameron's tattoos I think that's what puts me see, on see I love I them the... I like the juxtaposi- juxtaposition of how he does hyper feminine drag and it is really hyper feminine drag and then you have this crossover where he is this kind of butch muscled see I think he looks guy. much more like a scally no, do you know what a scally is? It doesn't look yeah, like a but, scally. But to, to me, with those tattoos and that, you could put them in trigger porn. You could, right? Yeah. So, so, so to me, but you'd also need to put them in a pair of trackies, and I could never see them in a pair of trackies. And then it'd look like Gary Main. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Gary, if you're listening. Um, we never need to fall back to anything that's chavy. We just point people in your direction. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, the main challenge that says was Bossy Rossi. So the, the contestants had to effectively. Um, be talk show yeah so contestants. they had so the sort of characters in a storyline they had to follow through it was like watching um, what's the UK version of it Jeremy Kyle yes you know my sister impregnated my dog yeah um, kind of nonsense um, uh, and we're not going to go into too much no. of that I think if, you, if you're watching Drag Race you've seen all of these already um, although Miss Cracker should have won <laughs> Miss Cracker should have won because Dr. Pickles, Pickles was <laughs> the best thing ever was a genius we did like um, that but Eureka won for, you know, being Eureka, Eureka. <laughs> a giant, whiny baby. This seems to be an ongoing Good thing. But it was, character. It was interesting because she did knock Aquaria. She did. Because I don't think Aquaria expected her to excel no. quite as well as she did. And it, that was interesting to watch. Um, so we get to the lip sync and it is Mayhem Miller and Money Exchange. Um, oh god and they had to they were doing it to um, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain yeah. who was also one of the judges who just looked like she didn't understand why she was there it was it felt like she had just walked into the lot like oh I'll sit down and be a judge which is interesting because then when you listen to her on the podcast she, she was really good she, really she, 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 she knew what she was doing I, I just think it's some bad editing in yeah. the show um, I don't know what VH1 are doing with her editing uh, so we go through this um so, Money Exchange sends Mayhem Miller packing. Yeah. And I think that was right. Yeah. I think it was Mayhem's time was, was done. Yeah, it was, because it was that awful pink denim frock thing, wasn't it? Because yeah. it was denim and diamonds or denim and, denim and lace or something. Uh, so the I can't remember what happened in Untucked in episode five. So for anyone who is watching show, Untucked obviously is on straight after, which is the bits you'll see in the background, which... As the show says, if you are not watching Untalked, you are not watching Yeah, you're only, you're only seeing half the show. And I don't understand why it's not, especially for the likes of the UK where we watch it on Netflix, why that's not incorporated as a second show yeah. or is the next show Because it's shown on VH1 in America. Yeah, and it's it, it's infuriating not to have it and have to go and search it. Um, but I can't, I can't remember what happened. I don't think one. that was the one. There wasn't a lot. Um, no, I don't remember. Never mind. Oh, and then episode six. Episode was six was like, Episode six was one of my favourite episodes it's for the challenges. Absolutely. New challenge this season. First time I think they've seen yeah. them do it, which was great, which is um, drag con panels. 
which I think this is what they need to do with their challenges. It needs to the challenges need to reflect something that's real world for the queens. So they will go to DragCon. They will do panels. They should go and do like a show at Hamburger Mary's or you know even doing a show in the studio but have the lights cut out or have the mics not work or something heckling members of the audience that happens in real life Um, that would be so much better because then you can actually get to see how the queens really are and how they work and not just you know sewing or blue in a dress I mean I mean put my teeth back in Um, to me what I don't understand with Drag Race this season is it's become very PC it's it's very U12 and these are performers who are performing for an adult audience and, and suddenly you're trying to make Drag PC, which which I kind of object to a little bit because it's you, you know some of the comments have come out and we'll, we'll go over that later on is just a bit wrong yeah. for for this type of performance artist. You know these are not kid performers. These are not street performers. These are not people. Yeah, you know, these are often bar performers. Yeah, but I think that's more VH1 than anything else, mm. and I think it's they're initially trying to play safe and get a bigger audience. And then bring back the sort of more controversial comments. Well, they didn't need to do that with Untucked this year. Well, no. Um, so, back but, to DragCon. Yes. So, the well, let's go back to the mini challenge first. Because I loved the mini challenge. So, the mini challenge was sitting on a secret. Sitting on a secret. That's not quite how it went. But you can, you know. <laughs> Google the jingle. Google the jingle. It's also, what I, what I loved is a couple of people at work who kind of jump in and out of Drag Race. They're not, like, fanatical about it. As they're like, oh my god, that jingle was amazing. It's like, yeah, it's from All Stars. No, it's not. No, no, it's from All Stars. It's from one of the musicals in All Stars. But again, if you All Stars has not been on, most no. platforms that people are watching That's this true. on, unless you go and look for All Stars in the UK, you'll um, see it. You have to watch it on YouTube. So yeah, the premise of Sitting on a Secret was they were blindfolded, they were in shorts and t-shirt, and they had to sit on random things and work out what they were. And Aquaria being the power bottom that um, she is, won the challenge. It was when you recast that on the back of the crisps. I know, it just burst. burst. I was like, um, oh, it was genius. I didn't need them sit on the cake. But what's even worse is, you know, there's a cake for each contestant. It's just vile. I know. And it was, what other podcast was it on? I can't remember. But I, was it was on the I think it was maybe Grizzly Kiki. Grizzly Kiki or Right Mary. It'd be one of the two of them. We're saying that the cakes didn't feel like cakes. <laughs> I was like, oh. But yeah, so, so I really enjoyed that mini challenge. That was a fun challenge. Um, and then the maxi challenge was obviously the, the drag race panels. And are we going to say it in unison? We can try. Um, so the winner was Eureka's team, and it, um, their dragon panel was proportionising. And um, it was re- I hate Eureka. Like, I I just don't get her. Don't like her drag. Anything like that. Just don't get it at all. She was really good, one hundred percent engaging, and she she ran that panel, which I really liked. She was definitely a mediator. She was, and but again, she had been to DragCon, yeah, before. Unlike the rest of them, so she no had, Aquaria had done DragCon as well. Did she? Yeah, and it was, but whether Aquaria had hosted something at DragCon or she just been doing pictures is another thing. Because being asked to take a panel, and just being there to, for meeting yeah. greets are two very different things. And um, so there was three panels they gave them. So it was um, it body, was body, 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 face, and hair. Body, yeah. 
um, and effectively they put the cute ginger pit crew boy <gasps> I know. into full drag. Um, can't remember which one he is, but he's the cute ginger one. The cute ginger one, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the runway. Yeah, I didn't like. The, I liked the runway for Cameron. So the runway was hats incredible. Yes. So they had to do the hat and then have the rest of the outfit to coordinate with the hat. I loved Cameron's. Cameron had the gyroscope. The gyroscope, hat, yeah, which was... is his favorite piece of drag that he does. So I like the fact that it's and not something that he done for the show. It's just it's something that he does and he's brought it to the show because obviously it, was... it moves really well, which is great. It so, does. So, so it's a gyroscope and it does move around him. It's fascinating to watch. Um, and as it says, it's cut to the angle where his eyes always stay out of the pretty much yeah how it travels. Um, I really like Blaise and Claire's hat in this. I know you're going to say not because she, oh, did, she had a lovely 1950s big fluffy so white I really like Blaise and Claire. It's so upsetting. Um, um, I loved Asia's as well. That's that big dandelion. Oh, the IKEA lamp. Yeah. No, I didn't like. I really like that. I like the movement. I'd seen it done before. Yeah. Um, was it Money Exchange who'd done the church drag? Yeah, which was great. I, I love that kind of you know, kind of Fresh Prince of Bel Air from the nineties. Yeah, look, um, and unfortunately, um, after a really disastrous hair panel, um, it, um, that panel was disastrous. It was, it was painful it was, to watch. Yeah. They, they obviously didn't know what they were doing. Um, but Vixen and Blaise and Claire lip sync to "I'm Coming Out" by Diana Ross. Yes. I think a hard lip sync song for you know, to kind of go with it. It's a really strong, passionate song. Yeah. But I kind of like the high, the lip sync songs when they're high energy. Yeah. I, th- I think it's always much better for the show. But unfortunately, poor Blessing Claire leaves. Oh, oh. I was very upset. You couldn't have cared. Less. I couldn't have cared less. I'm. And it, and as a plus side, as you'll have heard me talking about on the other podcast, Blair then released a single which I love. <laughs> yes. It was good. It's better than the one you like. <laughs> We'll talk That's about that in a minute. Yes, we, we will talk about that in a minute because it's awesome. Ugh, and then episode seven. Jesus, I hate oh. this episode. It's my least favourite thing they do. It's just... Yeah, they just need to stop it. I know that's the iconic episode, but Snatch Game is just so bad. It, it, I, I, it's bad enough that being asked to play a character within a show, even though your drag is already a character. I know. But you're then being asked to be... Your drag character dressing up as someone else as a character it's like wow it's like the, it's like the script for Connie and Carla you know women dresses men dresses women dresses men yeah <laughs> it's like really um, so the mini challenge also was reading is fundamental which is that's I would like them to do that instead of snatch game like I see if they've done snatch game for like five minutes seeing that like just swap it around because the reading challenge is always funny they could totally do that because you know how there's do like two minutes of each queen yeah. but then they'll then post like extra footage swap it around couple of minutes off snatch game snatch game and then give us 10-15 minutes of the reading challenge that would be that would be so much better and it's interesting because um, Cracker has her own YouTube channel called Review yeah. with the Jew and she talks about snatch game and just kind of how long that filming took I know it's just like really god that's so much effort and money for five what minutes. is five minutes of a terrible sketch um, I do like how all her fans were like they didn't show the best of what Cracker did and then she was like no, no that they was did it. that was it <laughs> that, that was it and, then, and again it's possibly the best line from her and then Cameron Michaels which is you know in Snatch Game you either want to be in the top or you want to be safe yeah. and they were both safe and like 
we were so happy because it couldn't have asked for anything more yeah because then when they were on Untucked it was like we're so glad (laughs) let's talk about the furniture yeah (laughs) that is the only thing I remember about that Untucked is them talk about the furniture Um, and how much they spent on their drag god yeah that was terrifying so so for a reality TV show where they are probably spending just as much as the top prize is to to get there I mean Cracker was quite upfront and honest about going into debt Mm -hmm. To be on the show, and you've got the likes of um, Money, who was it, Money or Money Cart? Money Cart. Money Cart was making her stuff on the go yeah. because she'd only just got the money for the fabrics. So, uh, Runway Challenge was Mermaid Fantasy. When I first saw it, so they showed the picture of Bette Midler, and I was like, oh my god, this is going to be horrendous. I really did. And then Aquaria came out. And that was genius. That what she was, done was great. Yeah, it was so good. And then Asia came out. With the fish mask. <laughs> you did and not I like the fish mask. I didn't like it, but I loved the concept. It was so good. Um, it was a toss-up for those two who was going to win the challenge for me. Um, the rest were a bit... Uh. I quite like Cameron's fishy drag. Cameron done fishy, fishy drag. He, which yeah, I, which he did. Was great. It looked really pretty. And Aquarian's drag was was pretty as well. That mermaid kind of die-cast plastic. Yeah. Well, it, was whole, it was the whole idea of... No, you're not thinking about... No, she could like the die-cast plastic... Uh, pink suit and the pink no, pearls and that things. wasn't Aquaria that was Miss Cracker sorry Miss Cracker Aquaria had the, the black the, um, oh god it's that line from um, The Devil Wears Prada it's like I couldn't see anything but Cerulean yeah <laughs> um, yeah she had the the black oil yes with, oil was like with yeah. the tail which was like which was damaged. amazing she deserved to win um, um, then the controversy of the lip sync oh god so, it so was infuriating cut to the feeling by Carly Jepsen, which is one of my favourite songs. And um, it's a good lip sync song. And it's a, such a good lip sync song. So, just a bit of backstory for the Carly Jepsen song. Um, she done the voice of the ballet coach in Ballerina, or I don't know what it was called in America. It wasn't called Ballet. Thought, uh, it wasn't called Ballerina. I thought it was Ballerina. No, it was, it was Ballerina here in Canada. Um, but yeah, she played the, the ballet teacher in the movie. And when they were filming the movie, they had said, "Do you want to? would you like to write a song for like the main song of the movie and she's like not really but I have this amazing song that was perfect for it that was part was supposed to be part of the B-Sides album never quite made it anyway that's a backstory <laughs> love the song like actually like singing away to it when we went to see it in the summer <laughs> so more about the background on that song Stephen is that song on the album for <laughs> it's not don't I was so upset so we came out of the cinema and I was like oh my god I love this song going to download the album for Ballerina and it wasn't on it <laughs> And it wasn't released for three, four months. It was such a long time. And <laughs> well, then it, it came out. We've seen the ballerina as soon as it came. Oh, yeah. Really it on. was, oh my God, it took forever for it to come out. And it's now one of my top played <laughs> tracks. Um, so yeah, so it was Catch a Feeling, Calorie Jepsen. It was Mini Cart and the Vixen. Quite clearly the episode was set up for the Vixen to go home. Yeah. It, it was quite clearly, the, the producers had decided they'd had enough. They were, they were, they were giving her the cut. Yeah. And unfortunately... Money Cart didn't know didn't her know lines. And it was so and obvious, unfortunately. What I I get that it's a high pressure environment that they're in. They know all the songs about a month before they go to the show. So they know what songs are going to be the lip syncs. Mm. So you have a month to, if not memorise them, just play them constantly so they're kind of in your head. The excuse because she didn't know her lines was because I was up all night sewing, but you had months to know these songs. You had months. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. 
You're correct. It's not an excuse. It's a game show, and and you you're giving what what you have to work with. Um, um and, and these things happen, and unfortunately, it was very sad to see Monique. Leave. So yeah, I mean, I love Monique. I really do. I love her drag. But it, it, was, it was a car crash of a lip sync because the vixen should not have won the lip sync. No, she shouldn't. And you could see there was a lot of, well, we can't send her home. There's no way we yeah. can send her home. They had to send Monique home because she it, didn't know the words. It was it, that simple. I think it was obvious where the next episode setup was going as well. Yeah. And, but, and Seven again was interesting because we got back into Untalked and you do get kind of, you know, the vixen's still very much attacking people again. Yeah. And, and was this the one? I think this is the one where we got our mum. Yeah, but was this not the one where she kind of Eureka goaded her into getting a reaction? No, that's very early on. She only does it once, and that's it. No, no, three. she doesn't. No, she done it later on. Did she do it later when, on? No, when she she specifically, I can't remember what it was she said, but she had said something to Vixen and then walked out with Cameron. And as she was walking out, she's like, "I only said that to get a reaction." No, that's the first time she does it. Was that episode two? Yeah, that was kind of when I completely went off Eureka. No, that was um, episode two. Uh, no, this this time she she goes off because there is. Because she apologises because she's going off because she feels attacked. Because mm. it was the snatch game element of it when, yeah. where she was feeling attacked. And again, the snatch game was awful. She'd done um, Beyonce's... Is it Beyonce's Child? Yeah, and It just Ivy. wasn't funny. And um, one of the other girls had done Beyonce. Beyonce, and that just wasn't funny either. It, it was, was just a car crash. Asia done Beyonce. It was just awful. Uh, and Eureka had done... Um, in all fairness, Eureka should have won snatch game. But they never ever re- uh, release who wins the snatch game. Yeah, but she, yeah, she she, she should have. Eureka, Eureka was uh, or was, money exchange because she was really good as Maya Angelou. Maya. <laughs> she actually did Maya Angelou right. Um, but no, should we should we leave that on the next one? Yes. So <sighs> the unauthorized share musical. So another musical. Yeah. I'm done with the musicals. Indeed. They're not good. I didn't mind the share one actually. There was some cracking lines in the share one. The problem is though, is the Queen say is it's you can get really shafted in this. It's a very good yeah. tool that the producers can use to decide who they've had enough of or who they want yeah. to see go home. Dorji is a perfect example. Yeah, and I still agree with Dorji. It's very hard to make um, Stevie Nicks. Thank you. I was going to say the woman from that thing. <laughs> um, Stevie Nicks. Funny. Yeah, there is elements of it, but. In that situation, it was hard to make a funny. Yeah. And again, also having to fight to get more airtime to be involved with the musical already but, says but that no, Todd Recall probably knew that she was going and not yeah. to waste time there. But like going back to the whole Thorgy thing, like that was one of her biggest things as soon as she came out was I didn't have enough time on stage. She was in every single piece apart but, from one. Yes, but what they were critiquing her on was with that hers. when she was on her own. Yes, yeah. no, no, she wasn't. In, and, she, she wasn't very good. And, and, and she done the same amount of work as what's her name, Bibi done. Yeah, she stood there. Yeah, well, Bibi just stood there. Yeah, it was horrific. But then um, again, we thought she was a plant. Well, um, so like yeah. So tea. back to share the musical. Share the musical. So mini challenge, slap it out. Mini challenge yes. where Rue finally get the girls get to basically do some um, reading, reading on, on Rue. Um, with possibly the best one where Rue actually slapped um, Asia. Asia. So Asia was obviously going to win. <laughs> there was no way of getting that. It was like, let her win or yeah, let her sue. <laughs> I mean, possibly the best reaction to being slapped by someone running around, running around the space going, well, this is mine. Yeah. This is mine. I own this all this. Mine. This is mine. Welcome, welcome to Asia's drag race. <laughs> um, that was, I really liked it because 
Again, it was one of these episodes where Rue seemed to have fun. I don't get why he punched Cracker, though. I don't know. I can't remember what was Cracker said. Oh, did Cracker not talk about her age? Possibly. So she's done the slap and then she's done the punch. Um. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really liked it because Rue was totally getting into it and she was having fun. She, and you don't get to see that often She was, not I think, I, think, I think she was obviously feeling better by this point. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, so back to... The, the share, the share musical. I liked the musical for share. I liked some of the lines in it worked really yeah, well. Yeah, they did. Cameron won. He did. He was. He was he's really so good. Sly. I know. Because he plays up the entire thing of I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so nervous. I can't do share. And then came out the stage and done share. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it was really because it was like it was share, but it was not too much share. Although you know, I don't know how you can be too much share. I, but, but that's what they call Cracker Out on. Exactly. It's like, oh, exactly. You were, you were too much share. It's like, he literally delivered the lines and the choreography exactly how he was giving them. Uh, and, and I thought he was really good. Uh, and we were about Cracker's Yeah, so, Yeah. And, and Cracker's jokes just weren't funny in the song. No. It doesn't matter how you make that song. That song was not funny. And he was giving some really difficult bits to do. He was given the most lines. Mm. Some of the hardest choreography as well which had tied in with the lines. So his choreography couldn't be off. The lines couldn't be off. Um, slight movement, because he was doing the belief part of... Sharing share. the 90s. Yeah, so he had to like move the mic back and forward for the vocoder, but the mic was actually live, so the vocoder was live, and he'd done... Like, he'd he done was so good. And then called really out good. for being too to share. share. <laughs> it's like, how can you... Oh, I didn't get it. And some of the outfits were awful, but they were handed. The, I'm sure they were handed the outfits. I think some of the outfits were definitely on the racks for them to pick from. Yeah, although I did like Eureka's outfit, the oh, turn back time bodysuit, where she had the tattoos I, on her arm. Yeah, that just kind of merged into a big red. But, but, but back to Eureka having a trauma. Every oh. time there's something she doesn't do well, th- there is a trauma. There is a reason. You. Oh my god! I oh, have PTSD. <laughs> I have stage fright. My cat I can't died. perform. <laughs> I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. I can't perform. <laughs> my loaf is squashed. Oh, I just, I just, uh, she needs yeah. to go this week. So yeah, so Cameron, Cameron wins. Cameron wins the runway because it's glitterific, glitterific, which caused controversy. <gasps> yes, I love it. Oh, I didn't like the glitter fabric. Yeah, I don't. I glitter fabric cheap, so I just went for something sparkly. <laughs> and, and and this is it. I think. This is the problem a lot of the times is that they, they, they need to be much more direct with their yeah. with what they want. Because some of them took glitterific as it had to be glitter fabric. Yes. Or was it the Vixen that completely glittered her whole outfit? Yeah. Was which the, I really was liked it, that. Was it paper or foam? I think it was foam. Um, and it looked sonic. It was, it, it, it was, was, I mean, don't get me wrong, the Vixen can construct yes. an outfit. And I would have loved to have seen more of that. Um. But yeah, it was a bit... Mm, I didn't really like the runway. There wasn't a standout for me for the I runway. Know, there, was, there was some horrific ones. There was. Um, um, the, the clown for one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on Asia, I did not like that at all. Um, so again, so lip-syncing is Asia and the Vixen to Groovers in the Heart by... Delight. Well done. And actually a really good lip-sync song. It was, it was a really good, good lip-sync song. Um, it was lots of fun um, but again even from the last episode you could see the Vixen was going there was yeah, no, there was yeah Vixen was nothing, definitely getting a lever's edit there was nothing she would have done 
to do that. What was more fascinating though is the vixen and un that untucked. I think that's more who she is than the high energy controversial we've yeah. seen in untucked. Even her tone of voice and her mannerisms were different ways. She was like, the stress is done. You know, I've done as much as I can. I'm going home and I'm happy with where I got to. Yeah. You know, she just sounded so much more at ease. And I, I just don't think for some of them that these competitions and, and the pressure they put them under yeah, is, think, good, yeah. is good I think the them. pressure and the stress for some of them. Because um, I was listening to All Right Mary mm -hmm. this morning um, <laughs> at the gym at half four in the morning. <laughs> um, I know David went to work and talked to the gym. Um, and they were recapping Drag Race Asia, mm -hmm. which I'm not good No, Drag Race Thailand. Thailand. Um, which I'm probably not going to watch, but they were on about the difference of their producers doing the mini challenge and then going, okay, you guys have time off before we do the next yeah. thing. And because they want the best out of them. Yeah. They're Whereas, not looking for that pressure cooker drama. And I think that would have been nice. That would be nicer to see in this yeah. show. Because I think the drag, like RuPaul's Drag Race, I think each episode's filmed over three days. Mm. I'm sure it is. So I think they get a day in the workrooms they get a day preparing for the stage and then they have stage day mm. which is 12 hours in drag which is a long which, time especially because a lot of them do tuck and do pad so that's 12 hours where you either can't have any fluids because you don't want to you know untuck unpad then spend god knows how long back into it but this is it I mean how many of these people would go out and work a 12 hour shift at night you know you're maybe exactly. doing 4 or 5 hours exactly yeah, no, it's re it, it, it's it's a bit crazy. So um, so yeah, so the vixen leaves. I think it was an appropriate time. It, it was. They got what they wanted out of her. Yeah, and they were ready they, for her to go, so they could start they, they, they could start leading you for who they think yeah, should win. So I think the vixen was definitely brought in to be the activist queen, and she done that. Very and she well. done that. And she got the topic that the producers wanted to talk about for years, but they didn't know how to bring in because none of the, none of the previous queens would have wanted to talk about. You know, um, it's very much any sort of race conversation. It's the American race conversation. Though. Yes. I, I think it is a race conversation, but it's very reflective to American and American culture. Yes. It's, it is different. I think it is different everywhere you go in the world for, for how yeah. these things happen. But she was very specific to that, and she yeah. and again, I think a lot of, a lot of the things with her in Eureka was more a matter of, is it Eureka you dislike or what Eureka represents yeah. you dislike and you can't separate the two. And I think that was a really good point and I can't remember, was it... Um, I think it was Asia that made that. Asia kind of gave when, that... when Asia went over to uh, have that. Asia gave that heart to heart the week she goes home. It's like, so so you could have chosen to have this conversation from week one yeah. when that first burst up happened. But that, and you didn't. But you again, that's off. not Asia's place to have that conversation no, you, you, to basically tell another person, you need to look at your life a different way. Because that... That conversation, Luckily, that's what the conversation was. The conversation was. was, but at the end of the day, she's also the queen who was in there going, no, no, I believe in sisterhood, I believe in yeah. this, that, and the other. And it's like, well, if you believe in that, you should have had that conversation. No, totally. Early on. If that had been me, though, seeing the vixen attack everyone, she was quite indiscriminate about who she was yeah. attacking. It was just, if she felt like someone had, you know, looked at her the wrong way, she was on the attack, like, straight away. If I was Asia, I'd be like, you know, I'm not touching that bitch. I'm going nowhere near that. Mm. Until... I think it was they had done their makeup they side by side a couple of times yeah. and they had had that personal chat and I think that was why Asia at that point felt that she could come over and be the drag mother sort of figure and say 
tone it down and look look at what you're angry at. Yeah. Not who you think you should be angry at. And I think it was the right conversation. It was. So, episode nine. Yes. Breastworld. Ugh. Jesus. (sighs) An acting challenge and it was painfully slow. But before that. Yes. So okay, the, so the horrible gay stereotype mini challenge, which shouldn't have been fun, but was actually so much See, fun. I didn't I like it. it. I, I didn't. Liked it. Um, so the challenge was um, pants down, bottoms up mini challenge. So basically they had 20 reasonably attractive... They were all porn stars. ...jock boys um, dropping their trousers to try and get matching underwear. Yes. And it, what I loved from this more than anything else is how Thirsty, the drag queens are because yeah. quite clearly they've been locked up for six weeks I think at this point think, yeah about six or seven you know, weeks so no contact no sex and suddenly you bring in all of these kind of professional hot porn stars and it's that moment of going <laughs> um, some of the stills of um, Aquarius face I know <laughs> and Eureka's face is just genius I didn't think any of the guys were that attractive there was one slightly berry guy this is what the, the, I wish very... Scruff was still sponsoring it because when Scruff was sponsoring the pit crew and had any of the guys come in, it was like scruff boys. Yeah. They were goddamn hot. I think again, but this is back to that. This is the middle America, so what we yeah. got was the jock look. Yeah. And, and that is pretty much And they were all wearing ass pads. And they were not sitting right. You'd have thought someone had said, cut and fix their pads. But again, it's because, did the un- was the underwear not sponsoring that? Yeah, it was underwear. Who but was it? I can't remember. Was it Hans Christian again? No, it no. wasn't Christian. Can't remember. Um, but um, I uh, sorry, give me two seconds. I just need to stand up. Oh, and he's walking. He's off. Hurts. <laughs> no, keep going. Um, yeah, I, 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 the challenge was all right. We've seen it before when they've done. I can't remember what it was. They were they were jiggling their butts. With top to bottom was better. Top to bottom. Yeah, I like that. And um, when there was only the one top, <laughs> <laughs> which is a usual club. <laughs> yeah, real to life. Yeah. Um, the mini challenge was alright it did look like Aquaria knew who was paired because she went in and was like 8, 15 and oh my god it was them so Aquaria won but again I think I think it was kind of pushed so that regardless of how it went Aquaria wasn't going to be in the bottom because they wanted Aquaria for another week yep um, at that point um, but yeah it was good Aquaria won um, it was in, interesting in that, all fairness in Breastworld she was funny she was really funny and again, it's hard to tell if that's the edit we're seeing. But I think because she was so physically funny as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I thought Cracker didn't do bad, and they kind of panned Cracker yeah. for not delivering what they wanted. And you're like, but you told them they could do what they want, yeah. and then you came in and directed anyways. Even when you said you weren't going to direct. You know, it was really unhelpful. <laughs> um, back to the mini-challenge, though. It was mm. the first trans pit crew member yes. that they've had, which I thought was really... Interesting. It was interesting on the filming timeline. So this happened before Rue's comments. Rue commented about how she basically wouldn't have a trans girl on the show. Mm. So I thought that was a bit. It feels like now because I've not really, no one from Royal the Wonder of H One or even Rue herself has commented on the fact that that happened. Yeah. I think they were just hoping that we'll just let it slip everyone will notice and realising oh I'm not transphobic everyone loves me and that's kind of what it was going to be so I thought that was really interesting how the timeline worked on that mm. so it was like brought the trans girl in filmed made the comment and then kind of backtracked on the comments and then just let that go I th- but, it's, but again it's 
it's one of those things where I think as a celebrity Rue does have his own opinions yes and, but sometimes doesn't as a public figure sometimes doesn't realise that his opinions can carry more weight than he thinks I, he, he sometimes doesn't realise that he, he needs to be more careful with what he's saying I would agree with that if he hadn't done it already it wasn't a planned interview mm. where he knew the questions he knew the topics I think Rue's really easily led though you can probably read Lou to any answer you want I, having maybe watch how Michelle steers him in the show yeah and that's fine but if you pr- if you know the questions and you have months to prepare what your answers are going to be you steer the, you steer the answers to the way that you want and again it wasn't the first time it wasn't the second time it wasn't the third time I think it was the fourth time publicly He's that con- Rue has made transphobic comments mm. and as someone that is a self-proclaimed mother of drag get your shit together <laughs> I'm sorry, but everyone can ha- everyone can make slip ups. Everyone can say the wrong gender to whoever they're talking to or talking about. But if you're sitting down with an interviewer, face to face, and you have all these questions, and you have said already what you want to talk about and what you don't want to talk about, and then you let it get published, and then try and backtrack on it, and then post the wrong flag on your Twitter, trying to be you know all inclusive, you're fucked up. For anyone who doesn't get what that comment is, when Rue realised what he'd done and had kind of gone Twitter silent no, for a no, couple no, of days, no. and then no, came... When, when he read all their backlash, let's not get this twisted, came back and unfortunately posted the... Wasn't the trans flag what I was I can't it? remember what it was. He'd obviously was just... It, was it the bisexual flag? Possibly. I can't, I can't remember. It was definitely wrong. It was one of those, you've quite clearly Googled and not... Yeah, not not actually read it, and it was just a shit show for weeks. And it's like, oh, and then the, the, not that this, you know, is you know a spectacle. I don't think it should have even been part of the conversation that those are trans through Makes no difference. No, they're looking for hot guys. He was a hot guy. It, it doesn't matter. I think there's another subject though for something that we should bring up. Again. It is. So back to episode yes. nine. So back <laughs> Silver Foxy. Yes. So. Which is really interpreted very differently from all of yes, them. Yes, so from what I understand, though, listening to a couple of podcasts and listening to Cracker, mm. we were told that it was Silver Foxy and that was the title of the challenge. The Queens were told, you're drag in 50 years. years. Which is what they said on the episode. Which is what they said on the episode. But it was it was a bit confusing, so I think they were told that and then at the end it was like, oh no, Silver Foxy, and they kind of just pushed that in which is why Aquarius drag would totally be her drag in 50 years and I totally get why that was the drag that she done yes. it didn't look great on the runway again I think that's the harsh lighting it looked great in the editorial it picture it looked great in the editorial picture so she'd done to give, give you a bit of background again for anyone who's maybe not seen it she had done the stretched earlobes made with the clay putty yeah uh, it was uh, the, 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 the new body tattoos, suit yeah. the tattoos it looked really good and again it does look like it would be one of these, you know, ex Upper East Side girls who's went down to like the West Village or Soho and has lived her life as an artist. Yeah. What she would look like in at seventy, that it was totally appropriate. But she got panned for it. Um, Asia one. I'm what listening are you to you. At? I know, but you're listening. But you're watching that. You're supposed to be listening <laughs> and listening engaging. I'm engaging with you. No, you're not. You're watching Drag Race. I don't know what you mean. Um, <laughs> so yeah so Asia won I can't remember what her drag was 
I'm not going to lie. Um, the old Asia had the silver plated dreadlocks <gasps> on the side and the pubic hair in their side. Oh, yeah, that's shoes. right. Uh, and the comfortable slippers and the bowl with the... Um, the fishbowl with things in, which is putting your glasses in. Oh, yeah, it was the snacks. Yep. Um, and Eureka basically copped out because she was like, yeah, I've done really badly this time, man. So, so I'm, I'm just going to wear a jacket. I'm going to wear a like jacket and a body suit. Um, but got clocked on that. She did, absolutely. It's a wrong Completely answer. Completely deserved. Um, Cameron Michaels had a full plastic Yeah, it was a great face on, face mask. It, it, it was so creepy. But it worked really well and it's exactly like and again, you get to see Cameron acting, which is really interesting. Yeah. I think when you can play camera, camera yeah. character, <laughs> uh, it's better. Um, so Lip Sync This Time Round was New, New Attitude, Attitude by Patti LaBelle. Great song. Great it was a great there. song. Actually, really good lip sync. Um, I didn't particularly enjoy the lip sync. I didn't mind the lip sync. I, I liked it. It wasn't, a, it wasn't what it became. It, it wasn't what it became. It, but again, they, they continued talking about that on the following show. So I don't know if the lip sync's been edited so they're going to show it later on because everyone's saying the lip sync was amazing and they were both fierce and they both should have stayed and you didn't really, you didn't really see get that. that. Not when you compare earlier lip syncs with, um, was it Monique Hart and Dusty? Yeah, that was a good lip which sync. Which was phenomenal. I mean, if that was edited to be good, it was great and it was great to watch that. Um, so unfortunately they do tell Cameron is safe and you're all at the edge of your seat going, oh, thank God they're going to send Eureka home. Last, and then they save her as well and it's just one of those moments of going really? again it just felt like one of the producers was at in Rue's ears like oh no remember um, you know Eureka never sued us when she broke her leg and then it was like oh yeah and you're safe too I mean I would have loved Sean's just come on oh I love <laughs> Sean like, do you follow him on Instagram? no but I should because oh, he's so hot god like just so anyone who doesn't know, Sean is one of the original pit crew from early on. I think, is he not the first pit crew member to actually walk into the workroom? Was he? I can't sure remember. He is. Um, with his lovely thick moustache. Oh. Sometimes um. I do have daddy issues. Is <laughs> he um, older than him? Uh, no, I don't think I am. I think he's two years older than me. You don't really have daddy issues with two um, years. With the lip sync, with Eureka and Cameron, I would have loved to have seen Cameron pull off that prosthetic and then have a full face of drag on. I don't think he did because I think he powdered his face to put I think yeah because I mean again imagine wearing that prosthetic for 12 hours but that would have been amazing it would have been that would have been a lip sync that would be remembered if he had just literally just ripped off and like all the silicone was still round the corners of his face and like just a full face of drag I think you've gone into Dracula now (laughs) probably Um, so unfortunately they're double saved they're both saved finally Bruno you'll be glad to know we're, we're now like an hour into this and we're on to our last, last episode. episode. <laughs> um, so, Social Kings King into Queens. Queens. I'd never heard of any of these people. I had heard of a couple of them. So, should we do the min- so mini challenge? challenge was, um, was great. So, drag queens having to dress as butch. Yeah. Men. So, it was almost as if, you know, the men were to dress as drag queens to then dress as kings. Kind of. In yeah. my head, that's what I'd have loved to have seen. And it was hilarious to watch so yeah so the whole premise was that Rue's got this new aftershave out called Trade (laughs) (laughs) and they had to do little blurbs and everything and oh he's so creepy though when he's doing my pictures I know even when they're guys but again he looked like he was having fun he did he did Um, 
the obvious win, and before it even came on and they were doing the videos, I had said, I had messages like, oh my god, this is going to be a Cameron week. And I was so excited. Cameron should have won that challenge. I thought he was funny. Cameron was the only one. He was funny. He was in character. Can I take my top off? And <laughs> he was hot as hell as a lumberjack. And he, he worked it well, and then I just didn't find... Eureka won. Eureka, unfortunately, looked like Ginger Minge. Yes. That's all I could see in this episode. <laughs> Speaking of Ginger Mins, Ginger Minge was at Ginger Minge was at Tidal Wave this this year with her boyfriend. Lovely picture of her and um, Aaron. Yes, I on um, Men, Men the Den. They do a live YouTube yes. video. Um and proposed to his lovely little boyfriend. Who thankfully said yes. That was so well done, boys. So cute. It was. Although I don't know, a proposal by ukulele. Yeah, <laughs> but come on, that was Aaron. I didn't expect uh, anything I else. Know. It was very Aaron. I didn't. Um, but the the pictures, um, the pictures of Aaron with Ginger Minge and Chris, and I don't know what Ginger Minge's other half's called. It is. Oh my god! Um, his Instagram name is the CJ. So is he CJ? CJ. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I CJ, do love um, it. The pictures, actually, the four of them are super cute. There's um, one picture from the real Rye MU who made and designed the t-shirt that Aaron's wearing on it. Oh my god. So he, he posted it <laughs> and <laughs> lovely comments like, barely going meet RuPaul's Drag Race Royalty this year at Tidal Wave. Big thanks to AJ the Beer Day for repping out the t-shirt as you're in a picture of picture of me and Ginger Minge um, and then <laughs> Ginger Minge's other half and I like oh my god I loved it it was like oh I was cut out but once <laughs> they he... cut him out of the photo I was like oh that's such a shame because he's cute yeah but Chris is on the other side of the photo so it's all full I know. Of it. it's just like <gasps> <laughs> it was hilarious <laughs> I did feel sorry so right back to you yeah. looking like Ginger Minge <laughs> I, I just didn't think it was I didn't get it I didn't think she was funny I thought, it wasn't a win I thought to me that was Ginger Minj playing yeah I'm from Texas and these are the sort of men which come to watch my act yeah pretty much um, oh, was it, just, it, um, it just upset me that she won money exchange popping her hip yeah so they're having to go bitch go bitch hip hop, hip hop. <laughs> no butcher <laughs> um, which, which wasn't as funny as a um, O'Hara, Asia, Asia, as Asia doing the um, Asia just looks so pretty all the yeah. time. She was like, it didn't matter what she done, she just looked pretty, and it was like go deeper, yeah, deeper, <laughs> deeper, <laughs> nope. And um, but she was just so pretty. It was like even as a boy, she was pretty. Uh, um, <laughs> and uh, Cracker and Aquaria just what were it? It was just like oh, I don't thanks, think they can do for, Thanks for coming to try, yes. kids. You're getting a participation award. award. <laughs> Look at <laughs> you, be millennial. <laughs> um, and then of course the the max challenge, and this is possibly one of my favorite episodes when they do this. Yeah, is the makeover challenge. So I I like it when they get the makeover, and this time it says it's social kings into queen. So it was. So YouTube media you, so YouTube celebrities. Who I've so never heard of. you had like Kingsley, Frankie Grande, the cute boy um, with the beard. The cute. Oh my god, I can't remember what his name is, but he was so cute. Um, like so beyond cute. And um, so, so basically, they get it's it's make these people over into drag, uh, and Eureka basically one one's in charge and gets to pair them up. 
Yes. Um, and it, again, one of my more favourite edited shows because you do you can't tell who's going to be in trouble. No, because they do like to kind of keep it further on way. Yeah. Um, and in actual fact, I liked all of the draglets which turned out of this. Um, Eureka managed to make um, a new appearance from Cynthia, Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Fontaine. Yeah, Frankie Grande was definitely <laughs> Cynthia. It was just terrifying. It was like, wow. So you, you, you picked a drag queen. Um, well, come on. He was in full drag before he walked in the run with, and the, the work room. Um, Miss Cracker turned her boy into this absolute... It, you was a drag queen. I imagine yeah. that's exactly what you'd be like oh, as a drag queen. So God, thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> um, but was fun to watch. It was. I mean, um, I like... and I love money, money exchange, and um, short change. Yeah. Oh my God, Tyler Oakley is just—he's hilarious. Um, he was just living for. He was just—he just wanted the experience. Was that um, Aquarius? No, that was money's. Right, money's boy. He was—he was so fun, and I think that went better than the judges gave him credit for. I, yeah, I liked that drag. Um, to me, Eureka's looked less like a sister because it looked like Cynthia Lee Fontaine, which means yeah, yeah quite clearly. I mean, she painted yeah. she painted her face on Frankie, and that was it. There was and, and put her in the same dress, and it's like so, yeah. so, you're, so you're saying if all of them had done that, that would have been what you were looking for. So it, it just wasn't enough for me. Um, and and to me, Frankie wasn't pulling anything out of the bag he hadn't done before. No, he, he played. He was just playing so his media character. Yeah, whereas Miss um, Cookie. So good, <laughs> so so good, and the big yellow gold panties. Yeah, Chester C. That's it. He was is, the guy. He is cute. He I is know. cute as hell. Hot. Yeah. Um, I started following him on Instagram. I'm I totally like thirsty for him. Of course you are. And he's straight, so you know, bonus well, points for that. We'll see how long until he turns up with something for you. <laughs> um, I liked so the extra part of the challenge was they had to do a lip sync. The sort of lip sync to Rue's new song "Christmas Uniqueness Nerve and Talent" as a YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. I actually really liked it. I liked the video. I liked that it was a bit blurry, a bit grainy. It was you like know, a... there was no production value in it at all. Mm. It was like two people, you know, lip syncing when they're getting ready to go on a night out. I, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was it was pretty good. I, and again, I like Cameron's dragon this. I liked what Cameron's makeover was. I didn't like... And again, Michelle... It is the point where they're picking up the small details. So Michelle yeah. picking up the earrings, which is the right call. But yeah, dark, dark hair, dark earrings, didn't it, work. It, it lost it, whereas at least Cameron's with the blonde hair and the white earrings kind of stood out. Um, they should have just swapped. They should have been swapped, and I think it would have looked much better. But I see... I got more of a sister vibe from them than Eureka. Yeah. In many weeks, to, to me, that's like, oh no, you, you've just done someone else up in drag. So we get to the end of this one, and it's Money Exchange and Cameron Michaels in the bottom sink. Yes. The bottom two. Um, with one of the oddest judges ever, the small blonde thing from 13 Reasons Why. Yeah, I know. He, I don't know why he was there. I don't know. Again, he just didn't engage. Yeah, or, or he got a really bad edit. I don't know. Yeah. He maybe just didn't like what he was I mean, doing. I kind of feel. Like he's done a podcast with them in between going on stage. And he's maybe just... And I don't think he's liked what's happened in the podcast. I believe what Rude done to Chris Colfer. Which was... was awful. Really that was horrible. Really unprofessional yeah. as well. And it, it, it's just shocking. So don't I get don't, me wrong, I know Rude would like to think he's a journalist, but that but was not. still... Rude's a man in a dress. So I don't know if that was a bit... He just didn't... 
there was oh, so for I didn't see any personality there. Anyone who hasn't listened to that podcast, Rue basically, um, they're, they're, they're chatting, and Rue basically asks about his mother who has not long since passed. Yeah, and it was just you, you can like hear, past relationships that have done damage to Chris Colfer. Yeah, and you, and you can literally hear the clang in, in, in the room. And Michelle just couldn't save that. Yeah, she, she couldn't. She tried, but she just couldn't. And you could see that on Chris Colfer's face. Yeah, when he came, when, you, you when can he see when he's come back. Yeah, you can see where the edits changed. So I don't know. I think that's maybe happened. Happened here, um, but Lizzo was actually so much fun, even when she was critiquing them. Because even Cameron's was like, you, "Do you like chunky girls?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like, "Oh, she's but again, great. I didn't know who she was until that song started playing. I was like, "Oh my god, yes." Um, but what I, I love when they have an artist on whose songs are doing, who gets into yeah. their song and getting into watching the performance, which was was great to watch. But again, um, was it Grizzly Kiki that were saying that she had done New York Drag Con? She had performed yeah. in New York. So she loves, she's immersed herself into that culture. That culture. So I think that it totally worked. But she's playing club music and a lot of club music starts in gay clubs and yeah. gay clubs are often led Especially by drag in New queens. York. Yep. So, um, so she knows where she's getting in at. So the lip sync. I really liked this lip sync. There were some great little moments. Cameron's cartwheel into the line and the hair flip. Yeah, it was just... Because that cartwheel I, lands. I want, yeah, I know. And it was like, it didn't even land and she had to take a beat to then uh, no. steady herself. It was like, nope, cartwheel, turn, pose, hair flip and lip sync. <laughs> it, it was just perfect moment. Money exchange when she left the stage... She just left the stage that... She was a beat too uh, early. Yeah. yeah. She just needs to just take a, take a breath and then start walking out. It would have been perfect and Rue would have got it. That edit of Rue just saying, what the hell's happening? Because she just left that a little bit too early. She came back. Perfect timing. <gasps> and smashed the lights. And then smashed the lights. It was just brilliant. But again, someone has already done the whole smashing the lights thing. Can't remember who it was. It wasn't Thorgy, but it was when they were on the roller no, skates. No, yeah, it was, um, it was the other one. It wasn't Charlie. It's the other one who's equally crazy with the taxi. Yeah, I can't remember. No, it wasn't that Charlie. No, it wasn't Charlie. No, it's Charlie, Charlie Hines. Hines. It's the other one. Yeah, the one that said that she was. Yeah, with the taxi. Can't remember who she is. I was on drugs. Clearly, um, um, so yeah, we've done the whole light breaking thing. I thought it was a really good lip sync. This should have been the double save. <laughs> to me, I'd have rather seen. I'd have rather kept these two in. Had Eureka go home because they week were both. And- Amazing. I think what Rue should have done was say, I'm going to save you to Eureka. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, love. Here's your participation award. You know, I know we broke you last year, but yeah, we're going to give you an endorsement. You know, yeah, exactly. Because um, the way it's going, like, I mean, it's, it's so obvious at the moment because, again, Aquaria feels she should have been in the bottom two in the last couple of episodes. Yeah. And they've kept her into to bottom three. Uh, um, it's it, it's just starting to feel a little bit like, okay, so so you're telling us we should, we're, get, we're getting a final with Aquaria, yeah. Eureka. Yeah. And, and I then, don't think they've decided. And then we've not decided who else yeah. we see who fan favourite is, um, from what we've got left. Um, but but again, and then this week, the shocking new episode. I know. Which no one seems to be. No one. Like, knows no, one no one saw it. Like the, the amount of so I follow um, this guy on Instagram called Coop Loops. Wow, would you like to tell more about Coop Loops? Available Coop. at cooploops.co.uk underscore loops. Um, he is this. Gorgeous little PT from Edinburgh. God, he's stunning. See the one with the tattoo on his belly? Yes. Crunch it. What? Crunch it. You Paul, he has something in his mouth and he's trying to wind you up. Crunch it. It's because you told me I had Crunch to. It. You texted me to say I not, had to do I did this, not. Paul. Paul, I will show you all the messages. <laughs> Crunch it. Anyway. Paul put him in speedos when you're on holiday. Oh, God, no. That's so wild. 
Um, so yeah, so Coop Loops on Friday morning had posted, yay, Drag Race Day, can't wait. And then I messaged them and I was like, yeah, um, I'll, I'll get the messages now because it was actually quite funny. <laughs> yeah, there's no Drag Race. Um, Coop, Coop. I think I messaged you something similar when it yeah. comes to about 8 o'clock. So it's Coop, underscore L double O P. If you want to see a stunningly gorgeous PT with abs for days and well, the cutest you dogs. Ask him if he'll send us a picture that we can put onto the Instagram page so Ooh, people can see what I might do is. that. But he like the cutest dogs. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, he had posted this photo saying, oh my God, Drag Race is on today. I was like, yeah, it's not on this week. <laughs> Worst news ever. <laughs> they should really warn people about stuff like this. Actually distraught. <laughs> It was so funny. I actually, I was chuckling that whole what morning. You can, what you can hear is the actual joy in Stephen's voice because he managed to devastate someone. I didn't. It's not my fault. It's the H one. But you, you delivered. It was the funny. News. It was funny. It was like oh. But I was the same though. I woke up and I was like, I woke up at like half past six because I need to watch it early because some bitches give me spoilers. I like to point out I have to watch it at the gym now because Stephen ruins it for me if I don't watch <laughs> it before I get to work. I don't ruin. I just say, oh my god, this bit's good. Oh my god, crackers amazing. I don't like say who's went or who's. Well, like I'd done to you when you were... Yes. <laughs> when you were... I'm not watching Drag Race. Yes, exactly. I'm never going to watch Drag Race. Exactly. And then you told me who won. <laughs> I think it was, was it All Stars 2. I can't remember. Was it All Stars 2 or 8? Yeah. It was one of them. It was very... Um, it was very mean of me. But yeah, I actually... I'll maybe message Coop to see if I can send a photo. Because he's gorgeous. So, so back to Stephen and his messaging, which brings us on to something else. Oh, so, what are we going to know? So, so, I was going to talk about the next episode. Oh, no. That was the last episode. Yeah, but the next episode. Oh, what's happening Because there's, the there's some information. Oh, God. Um, so <laughs> Thanks the judges to Wikipedia. Are, yeah, so the judges are going to be Lena Dunham from Girls. The TV show Girls. She's the lead character. Never heard of it. Um, and Ashanti and the, they've got no information on the mini challenge or the prize but the maxi challenge is present two characters on the runway your best self and your evil twin oh this is good they've not done this for a while they've not done this for a while because they've done um, him and her yeah so I don't know are they going to do this where it's like one drag look like half and half I'm hoping they've done half two looks as well. I'm hoping it's two looks and it's going to be the two pictures because I think America's Next Top Model was the first one I remember doing it and it was one of my favourite shoots they've done. Um, So yeah, so that's pretty much it. No other information. But that episode is on this Friday. May actually have this podcast out by then. (laughs) Um, So what I was going to go on to next, which I think is very relevant in today's society, Mm -hmm. is... Um, how mean you are to me <gasps> um, I'm not that's a lie um, so, so Stephen is viciously cyberbullying me I'm not viciously oh, um, cyberbullying uh, you on, online so, nope. so as we discussed in the last podcast when we went for a walk up off the sea what happened when you were standing still you pushed me and I fell over oh, try again you pushed me and I fell over. I was nowhere near you, actually, because you, you had already told me I had to be three feet away from you at all times. Because you were pushing me and I was fall over. <laughs> and you were standing still. And what happened? You pushed me and I fell over. You fell over. Not only that, you then decided that it would be good to put on Instagram that I had pushed you. Yes. It was as a comment, no, as, you know, the caption. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you pushed me and I fell over. So, Stephen is officially a cyberbully, and I'd like to know, people, how we should deal with this. Now, Stephen is going on holiday, which means he is going on a holiday with someone who is simply lovely, who will punish you. Oh, he will beat the crap out of me if I do he anything wrong. Do he indeed. will. 
Um, which is good, because no. you need it. No. I should have sent my fish slice. No. No, no, no. <laughs> to get you back from the early episodes. I might no. text him and message him that to just no. remind him that, you know, can no. you just kind of live stream when that happens on Instagram? <laughs> I'm not a cyber bully and you deserve it. Uh-huh. Um, for anyone who is watching Stephen who is going on holiday, where are you off on holiday? I'm going to Gran Canaria. For how long? Um, five days, Tuesday to, well, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, I've made him come around on a Monday morning to do a podcast. Yeah. How mean am I? <laughs> um, and I come back on Saturday. So I hope you will have lots and lots of fun there. I will. I actually can't wait. I'm genuinely just, like, my main thing is hanging out with Paul. Okay. Who is husky <laughs> underscore Alex underscore? And um, speaking speak, speaking of Paul and you travelling, yes. What's your favourite piece of information you found that you take in your hand luggage? Oh, I can take poppers. <laughs> I can put poppers in my hand luggage. Uh, this is good. It's this shocking is good news. Shocking news. Um, <laughs> no, that was that was me. If if anyone knows how I should deal with Stephen and his cyberbullying, because it really hurt my feelings. Because oh, I have feelings. I have lot. all of the feelings. No, you don't. <laughs> I can do feelings, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and Stephen was mean. I wasn't mean. This is retribution for all the times you've been mean to me. I'm adorable to you. Yeah. <laughs> like gonorrhea. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, yes. So, your holidays, I'm off and then back to work. Mm-hmm. Anything else that's going on that we can think of? Not really. Not that we've mentioned... Oh, we're going to go and see oh, we've Pride. Got, yeah, so I was going to do that in my future plans, so... Very quickly through a future plans, we've got uh, Pride, the theatre performance. We're going to get tickets booked today. We've got Chris coming with us to see yes. that, so hopefully we'll talk about so that. So the premise of Pride is that it's the same characters. Am I right? You you sent me the link. Mm, I sent you a link for the show. Chris sent us the blurb for the show, but I can't. Oh, remember. Oh, we never sent it to me because you never added me into the group chat. That's like because I just messaged Chris. Yeah, I did. No, I was going to set up a group. Chat. I'll set up and a group I chat because it would be easier for us all just to chat. <gasps> this is the same way that Stephen said he messaged Chris and then he didn't. When? When you said you messaged Chris the other day when we were out walking to ask about what we were going. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, that's a lie! Oh my god! And you talk about me bullying you. You said you would message him. Do you have any evidence of this? Do you have any evidence? No, no, you, you told me I told you this, right? So I don't did. remember because you normally organise everything because you know I can't be trusted. So it seems less likely that you'd have asked me to do this. No, because you volunteered to do it. Anyway, that totally doesn't sound like me. Anyway, <laughs> it's called The Pride. And it is on between the 13th and the 16th of June at the Assembly Rocks in Edinburgh. And it's downstairs. Um, there is adult content, strong language, and seems some audience members might find unsafe. Settling. So, yes, because they're gay. That's why it's going to be unsettling. Yeah, so it basically alternates between 58 and 2008 and examines the changing attitudes of sexuality, looking at intimacy, identity, and the courage it takes uh, to be who you really are. That sounds quite interesting. It does, it does sound, sound interesting. really interesting. Say, I'll get the tickets, we'll get the tickets sorted out after the podcast. And then that same week, it is Edinburgh Pride. Pride which you're so not going to. I'm not going to, but because I'm at a wedding. Uh, and you have Mark to babysit for me. I thought we weren't calling it babysitting, or was that what Mark was not calling it? I think Mark wasn't calling it babysitting. I'm calling it babysitting because I'm quite happy to give you money to make sure he doesn't die or burn my house down. <laughs> so, so that's why I'm calling it babysitting. Um, and you'd be glad to know I did find my box of assorted hair products, so I have which, two bottles of glitter Which spray. I am now in possession of, Mark. You are, Mark. So, Mark... So stay alert. There is less bit. Remember, Mark, the trick is to Vaseline your beard first. It will wash out easier. Um, but can you use the shower downstairs <laughs> rather than the one in our room? Um, 
So yes, we have that, and then uh, everybody talking about uh, Jamie. Jamie. I still need to. I'm going to book you booking for that. that one. I'm going to book that today. I think. And then with Bianca Del Rio, Rio. Manchester Pride. Are you coming to Manchester Pride? Uh, are you guys doing? Pride? I don't know. I might swing down for a day if you're going to put us up. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, and then potentially Courtney Act. Yes, we need to work out when we're going to go and see Courtney. Yeah, it depends how crazy she's going to be. Uh, and then we've got uh, Ben de la Creme. Yes. Really looking forward to looking that. Looking forward to the Ben de la Creme. Um, are, every time I say meet and greet, are you thinking of the Triple A Girls song yet? No. <gasps> it's Sorry, so good. doesn't work for me. Uh, and then Bay Scots. Yes. That's a lot. I think that is everything we've got to go through. Uh, we've friends out at some of the prides which have already been on this month, as it is Pride Month. Yeah. Uh, been so a Newcastle... And Sunderland, I think, have been. Birmingham. And Birmingham's been, which all look great. Oh, poor um, friends out who, um, just just a word out there, do not use um, liquid mascara as a face painting tool. Uh, it does have UV factor in it, so it will not tan like the rest of you. Uh, so one of our friends does have a lovely white paw mm-hmm. print on his red skin. Um, but no, I think that is everything for me. View anything yeah, else? No, that's it. That's fine. Now, Stephen, would you like to try the ending again? Oh, God, this is hell. Like, so, actual very quickly hell. before we do the ending, Stephen, where can people get in touch with you yourself if they want to get in touch with so you? So you can get in touch with me at just a hometown boy, all one word, no underscores on Instagram. And where can they get in touch with me? Sparky Cub, Sparky with an I, all one word, no underscore, at Instagram. And if you want to get in touch with the podcast? It's Podcast Bear with me. At Instagram and podcast, bear with, <laughs> and podcast bear with me at gmail.com. Okay, and then on three, we're going to try this. Are we doing one, the whole thing? Two, yep. Oh, so, wow, this is going to be a shit show. So, um, oh no, we're not. So, if we split the first one into, you can do the first bit up until the com, right. So, if we break <laughs> it into each of the commas, so we have a lovely paragraph, we'll try this and then we'll do the last line together. So, do you want to start? So please subscribe, review and follow Bear With Me on iTunes and SoundCloud. And follow us on Instagram. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening to us and, and Bear With, with me. me. We actually did it. Yay.